What's going on, all my podcasters? See Jizzle and fucking Wizzle. Um, and it's been a pretty crazy night, I'm not gonna lie. Um, it's been really hectic, it's been really crazy. A lot of shit had happened. Um, it's about 12.30 in the morning right now. I just made it back home. Uh, and I'm pretty dumbfounded still. I'm pretty shocked about what had happened. And tonight, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about it a little bit here on the podcast. Because, um, I was really shocked. I was really, like, you know, surprised at how everything went down. So, hmm. Anywho. I, uh, I got this regular customer, right? And, hold on a minute. All I gotta say is, watch who you hang out with. Um, it could've went a whole lot worse than what it did tonight, but, um, there's a regular customer that comes into my gas station, right? And, uh, man. (coughs) I sneeze. <coughs> Man. So, anywho, we got this regular customer. I don't know if I'm going to sneeze again, but it's been on the verge lately. Um. Man. Anywho, for like the third time, now I've done blow my nose. Um, there's a regular customer that comes in, and he's a pretty cool kid. He's about, like, two years younger than I am. Uh, And me and him usually sit outside and uh, drink some beers, talk about shit, since he lives so close to where I work. Um, He literally lives right over the railroad tracks, which is right where I work. So, anywho, there's been, like, a few times where I've been over to his house. Usually we sit out on his sister's porch, but his sister lives right next door to his mother, and him and his stepfather don't really get along too well, Um, which is why he stays with his sister, long story short. Um, The grandmother that had just died recently owned both houses and kind of put it in the will that his sister had to let him live there. Um, but anyways, I went over there tonight, just like any other night, um, took over some beer, took over some weed and some cigarettes, and like I said, usually we sit around and talk about shit, and so we sat out on his sister's porch for a while, I got off at 10 o'clock. Well, actually, I didn't even work tonight. I was off all night. Um, Went over there about, like, 8 o'clock. Maybe a little, maybe a little bit earlier, but we'll just say 8 o'clock. Anyways, he wanted to go and make a trip somewhere and get some, some cocaine and get some weed. And I'm like... He wanted to know if I wanted to ride with. And at this point, he's already kind of tipsy. 
And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll ride with you. Um, so we go over to this one dude's house, right? And he gets his stuff. He gets his weed. He gets whatever else he's getting. I think it's cocaine. And then we leave. He gets it out of the mailbox, and then we leave, right? The whole time I'm sitting in the car, I'm uh, witnessing a whole bunch of shit. First of all, I always stay aware of my surroundings when I'm in the car. Um, the first thing that I noticed is the passenger door where I was sitting didn't open. It's like child locks were on it, even though he doesn't have child locks. Um, it can only be open from the outside, right? And so I'm sitting in there, and I'm fully exposed. Um, I don't have a gun or anything to protect me, but we're sitting in a neighborhood that's pretty well known for a drug traffic area, right? And when we pull up, there's this black guy sitting there. He says he was a white guy, but he looked black to me. Anywho, if it was any other scenario, um, in any other city, with any other person, I would, I would definitely carry a gun. Um, even if it's not re registered to you, I would definitely carry a gun. Um, but that being said, I was sitting there, I was trying to keep my cool, I was smoking a cigarette, drinking a beer, um... And the two dudes that were um, making conversation with each other at the back of the other truck, right outside the doorway, um, the black guy was putting his information in the white guy's phone, right? And then he just dipped off and said, okay, I got to get out of here. The white guy goes back inside. The black guy disappears. And then my friend comes back out, right? All the meantime, like I said, my door doesn't open. Um, the window to the driver's side is completely down. He, he can't roll up his window. So I'm fully exposed at this point. Um, I'm in a drug-filled neighborhood with the driver's side window down and the passenger side doesn't open. So if somebody were to get in there and try to carjack me, I couldn't get out. Um, I'd have to fight to my death. And anyways, eventually he comes out and gets in the car and he talks about how the people inside, where he got the drugs from, were talking about um, how I was sitting out in the truck, sitting out in the car. They're like, who's that dude out there with you? And he already called ahead of time and said, hey, I'm going to be coming with somebody, some guy that I always hang around with the gas station. Um, and when we got there, he's like, who's that guy? Who's the guy that's in the, the truck with you, right? I thought I was, I was like an FBI agent. I guess, or he thought that the, the dude was trying to fucking rob him and steal all the shit, I guess. 
Anywho, at this point, the black dude at the back of the truck and the white guy dispersed. The white guy went inside, the black guy disappeared. Um, if there was a point when I wanted to take whatever they had, there would have been many opportunities where I could have done that, right? Um, but besides the point, he got his shit, he got his drugs, and then we went back to his place, right? Well, then we get back to his place, and he's like, well, I didn't get everything. I just got the weed. I need to go back and get the cocaine. They didn't give me the cocaine. And then he got to looking, and he, he said, well, I forgot my phone there, too, so I need to go get my phone. And this guy, I, I really trust this guy, you know. He's not like some uh, tweaker or some crackhead or whatever that's... You know, some drug head that's... And so when we pulled up to these people's house, I'm like, do you really trust these fucking people? You know, I mean... We're in the ghetto right now. And he's like, oh yeah, I've been dealing with them for years. And so anyways, when they started questioning him about me and all that, they started acting kind of weird. Even though they've known him all these years, they're like, who's this guy out there? What are you trying to do? You know, they thought that it was a setup, honestly. So, like I said, we get back to his place, and then he realizes that his phone and shit is missing, His, the rest of his drugs are missing, so he goes back to the same place. And at this point, I just, I said, you know what, I'm just going to stick behind, I'm going to sit here on your front porch and wait for you to come back. And I think that was a smarter move, but, um, he came back, we started talking about shit, started drinking and everything, and he tells me that, um, his stepdad's at work, and he's out of town, and he's not going to be back in town until a certain time, so, why not go over to his house, and do some lines and drink a little bit of beer and smoke some weed. His sister was all for it, his stepsister, whatever you want to call her. She was okay with it. Um, her boyfriend, his brother-in-law, whatever, was okay with it. They're like, oh yeah, come on over, we can smoke some weed and get high and hang out and whatnot, watch the game, watch the football game. And so we get over there for a little bit, and we uh, smoke a little bit, we drink a little bit, and he starts doing cocaine, which I tasted it, and I'm like, I don't really feel comfortable with doing this coke, so I'm not going to do it, right? Anyways, he spent like an hour trying to convince me to do this coke. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking do it, right? It doesn't taste right to me. It's not what I'm used to doing. Um, anyways. This whole time, I'm spending time getting used to the dogs. They have a whole bunch of chihuahuas, like three or four chihuahuas. And 
I'm getting used to the dogs and I'm spending time with the dogs, right? I'm kind of not really paying attention to my surroundings. I'm paying more attention to the dogs, right? And so there's a certain point in time when my buddy, the one that invited me over, he starts to offer the brother-in-law some coke. He's like, hey, do some of this coke with us. Have a couple beers. And from what I know, this guy doesn't drink beer whatsoever. He just drinks like wine coolers and shit. Um, not a very big drug guy really either. So he tells him, go ahead, let's, let's do a couple wines and drink a couple beers, don't be a pussy, we'll watch the game together, you know, and, uh, this guy kind of took offense to it, you know, the way that he was talking to him, and since it wasn't really who he was, he went upstairs, and when he went upstairs, there was a female up there that is... My buddy, the guy that brought me over, it's his sister, long story short. So the guy went upstairs and told this guy's sister that, oh, he's trying to give me some cocaine. He's down there drinking. He's getting a little bit out of the hand, right? Never once did he come down there and say, you're getting out of hand or you need to leave. Um, anywho, we were sitting there, smoking, drinking, hanging out, having a good time, and then all of a sudden, his brother-in-law goes upstairs. He calls him back down there, and he's like, calls him back down, and he's like, hey, let's, let's, uh, let's do another line, right? So he says... Let's do another line, and his brother-in-law comes up and does another line, or acts like he, he's doing a line, or whatever, and after about two minutes, he leaves, and he goes upstairs, and looking back at it now, I know exactly what was going on, but when it was happening, I didn't know that he was going and snitching. Long story short, um, after we got done doing that little rip with him, he went upstairs and told this guy's sister that he's doing coke. Uh, he's drinking and doing cocaine and, and smoking weed downstairs, right? And so anyways, um, eventually, after like three, four beers, I don't know. Um, I hear some mention about their stepfather. They had said, well, if Ray were to come home right now and see you doing this, he'd go absolutely apeshit. And that was kind of, that was where I should have left, right there. Um, anyway, anyways, we all chose to stay around, stick around. Drink a little bit more, smoke a little bit more. Um, 
Anywho, his stepfather busted in the door. He's got cameras literally all around the house. So I'm sure that he already knew that he was there. Even if he was 45 minutes away, um, I'm sure it sends notifications to his phone when somebody walks up to his door. Um, a lot of those Wi-Fi cameras like Arlo, for example, are really good for that. Anyways, you can get those Arlo cameras and they're very good with um, Wi-Fi. Uh, they'll send you notifications if one camera goes off versus the next. Uh, even if you're miles and miles away. But, anywho, I didn't know that I wasn't supposed to be there. I had my, my friend, this regular customer that was saying, Oh yeah, everything's great. We can go in here, drink, hang out, smoke a little bit. Nothing's going to happen. So, after we get kind of settled in and everything, he asked his brother-in-law to come back down, do a bump, smoke a little bit more, and you don't hear anything. You don't hear any nothing. He just ignores them, right? Because he already knows what's about to happen. And his brother-in-law's already called his stepfather or a stepfather-in-law, whatever you want to call it. Um, anywho. His stepfather breaks in the door. Raising fucking hell. Comes in the living room and says, get the fuck out. And that was when he should have said, okay, I'm getting out right now. But... He had some exchange words with him and said, why the fuck do you want me out, blah, blah, blah. At that point, his stepfather grabbed my bag, my book bag, which has a whole bunch of different weed in it. It has a whole bunch of different valuables in it. So to grab my bag and throw it out on the doorstep is a big no-no, you know, to me. So he knew that wasn't. Chad's back, right? And so I said, hey, I stepped up and I said, hey, don't don't touch my shit. It was already outside. It was already thrown out on the porch. But I said, hey, don't touch my shit, right? So then that's when he said, fuck you. It's time to get out of my house. And then I realized that he didn't care about me as a person. You know, I didn't know I was supposed to you know, wasn't supposed to be there, um, so anyways, he threw my shit out of the house, he threw my property out of his house, with all my valuables and shit in my bag, threw it out of his house, and if I had something like a laptop in there, or something, for example, I'd be suing him for that, but, anywho, point is, told me to get out of this house, so I did, and I stood outside while the cops went in there and figured out what was going on, okay, and 
to be honest, I told the cops. I said, I'm not here. I don't have anything to do with either of these parties. But I do want to get my shit back. My jacket that's in there. My debit card. I can care less about anything else, right? And... So the cops asked me what happened, and I told them. And then another another cop asked me what happened, and I told them the same thing. So, um, but what really happened was crazy. Um, like I said, we thought that we had every right to be there because we were invited over there by the little boyfriend of his sister's. So, his sister's boyfriend said, oh yeah, come on over here. So we went over there, and when the stepdad showed up, started throwing shit out and, and telling us we need to fucking get, he put his hands on me, to a certain extent. He kind of started pushing me and putting his hands on me. And I told him, don't you fucking put your hands on me. Don't touch my fucking shit again and don't fucking put your hands on me. Otherwise, I'm going to fucking knock your teeth out. So, you might be pissed off at him, but I'm telling you right now, don't fucking put your hands on me. I'm not your fucking son. I'm not your stepson. I will fucking knock your teeth out. So... The cop showed up, and again, I told him, I don't have anything to do with this. The guy came home, he wanted to kick out his stepson. I was chilling with him, hanging out with him, and I've got a jacket in there that I need to get back. So, but anywho, it's very dirty the way that they did him very dirty because this is somebody who his his parents his grandparents have died off and they've left him this house to live out of his sisters and his mother and whatnot live out of it but they they try and extort him to where they think they have more rights over him anywho um it really showed me how snake-faced people can be. Um, this is somebody who has rights. His grandmother has given him rights to live there. Long story short, um, they don't want him to live there because he doesn't really pay anything towards rent. But in the will, it says he's he's able to be there. So, anywho, it's a big conundrum, long story short, but, um, anywho, when I was there earlier today, and his stepfather showed up and told him to get his shit and get the, get the fuck out, he threw my shit out, like I said, and I told him, don't touch my shit, don't touch me. Um, and after I told him, don't you fucking touch me, 
he kind of backed up a little bit because he knew there was a chance I was going to fucking deck him. You put your hands on me seriously, I'm going to fucking knock your nose off, right? And so he knew that by law, the only thing that he could do is throw my shit out of his house. Couldn't put his hands on me, right? Because if he did, if he put his hands on me, it would have been a whole nother fucking, been a whole nother deal. Um, anyways, I was a friend that was invited over, right? And some shit went wrong at a family level. Um, anyways, when the cops showed up, Actually, right before the cops showed up, they, you know, when when he threw my shit out and told us to get the fuck out, I got my bag and I went out to the sidewalk. I got whatever shit I could and I got the fuck out of there as soon as I could, right? And I stood out by the sidewalk and I listened to what was going on inside and there was a lot of screaming, a lot of yelling. Uh, but for the most part, three quarters of the time, I seen them shoving him out of their house. They shoved him out of the house. They manhandled him. They might have even caused some bodily harm, honestly. And I think that they need to be sued for that. I think they need, they need to be sued for bodily harm, for shoving him out of there, because honestly, he wouldn't have showed up there if he didn't think that he was welcomed, right? And uh, so, I asked the police officers if they wanted to hear my statement before I left, they didn't want to hear it, I got tired of waiting around, and I said, you know what? I'm just going to fucking go home, right? Now, the first things first, the first rule that I always follow is to take the path less, the path less travel. And uh, it works with religious views. But it also works as if you're in trouble with the police. Um, it also works if somebody's being robbed or something down a dark alley. You know, just continue on your same path. Follow the path less traveled and fuck everybody else. You know, you're not the one that's supposed to, supposed to figure all that out, right? And it's the same thing with this situation. I'm not the one that's supposed to figure it all out. You've got a lot of fucking family problems. You're you're staying in a shitty place. Now, don't don't get me wrong. Like I lived with my sister for like a couple years, maybe a few at the most. Um and I lived on her couch and I was in a very low time in my life, 
right? But I still had to follow her rules and and whatnot. Even though I was living on her couch, I still had to follow her rules. And um, but I just feel like the way that he was treated tonight was way out of line. It was way out of pocket. First of all, the cop should have never taken him to jail. But at the same time, his stepfather and his brother-in-law are going to be on my shit list. Let's put, let's put it that way. If they come in to get gas or they come in to get cigarettes anymore, they're going to get turned away. So... They might think that, oh, there's no law against that, or, oh, we can act however we want, but when you come into my line, when you show up to my job, and you tried to put your hands on me last week, you tried to throw my shit out of your place, and then you ended up with my best friend in jail, I'm not going to serve you shit. I'm not going to serve you nothing. You could be on 0.12 gallons and I can I can tell you to fuck off, okay? Go down to Quick and Easier or Casey's. I don't like the way that you look, okay? You look like a motherfucking beater, alright? Go down the street. That's a good thing about having the right to refuse service to anybody. I have the right to refuse service to anyone. I don't care if you got a fucking pink t-shirt on, alright? You're not getting any gas today. So, when this fucking guy comes in there and says he wants gas, he better hope that he doesn't come in on my shit. Because I'm going to tell him that he's not getting any gas. Because you're a piece of shit. You're a scumbag piece of shit. And I don't feel like serving you any gas. So, and I've got the right to not serve you any gas. So, fuck off. And I need to get online and look at what his sister looks like. For that reason as well. You come up there trying to get some gas. Fuck you. You don't get no gas. You want to sit here and and put your brother in jail over some dumbass shit. You want to be a snitch over some shit that doesn't even... Okay, well you don't get any fucking gas. Somebody that's going to try and put their hands on me. Somebody that's going to try and throw my shit out his fucking door without even asking what the fuck's going on. Fuck you, you dirty beaner. You ain't getting shit. Dirty fucking Mexican. You ain't getting a motherfucking thing. Go down to Quick and Easy. Go down to Casey's. Go down to fucking Thornton's. I don't give a fuck. Go down to Shell for all I care. You ain't getting shit.
when you want to call corporate and ask them why the fuck you can't get any gas and why the fuck I keep treating you like a beaner, guess what? Because you are a fucking beaner. You are a piece of shit. And I don't fucking like you, okay? It's going to be the same thing. Two months from now, three months from now, six months from now. You better hope you don't need any fucking gas. I'll tell you. Because you're a piece of shit and you don't fucking deserve any gas. Okay? Go down to Quick and Easy and get some gas. And and, and when he wants to know why, like I said, I'm going to tell him. Because you're a snitch-ass bitch that likes to call the cops. Period. You got my best friend put in jail because you're a little bitch. That's why you don't get any fucking gas. So, you need to really watch who you talk to, when you talk to them, how you talk to them. Because two months from now, you can cross paths with them and you'll never fucking know. You'll never know. And guess what? It could be, it could be, you can get gas that night. Or you can get a motherfucking crowbar against the head. The point is. Don't, don't try and fuck people over. Don't try and fuck people over. You know, whether it's, um. They're not allowed to be there, or they're not. I'm sure if he knew that he wasn't allowed to be there, we wouldn't have fucking been there. But, anyways. To show up and say, hey. You're not allowed to be here. Me get the fuck out of my house. Is a difference between. Actually. Throwing people shit out of the house. And being a complete tool bag about it. That's what escalated tonight. So. It took every ounce of energy in me. To. Just. Go home. At the end of the night. Because. um, At the end of the day. You uh, you know. I, I tell myself. That you have to take the path. Less follow, and the path less followed is a very thin line, right? It, it doesn't matter if it's um, whether it has to do with politics or whether it has to do with. Uh, certain circumstances like what happened tonight Um, but there's a certain point in my mind where I just say you know what it's not worth it I need to fucking walk away and there was a lot of things that were wrong with the way that things went down tonight Um, he shouldn't never fucking went to jail now don't get me wrong he was pretty intoxicated I'm not gonna lie but um you know even at that even at that point 
he lives at one of those particular addresses and anyways I know that his stepfather is never gonna have the time to go to court he's too, too busy working and paying all the bills and whatnot he's he's never gonna have the time to go to court um, and secondly I think that I need to be the lawyer for this kid named Chad because he doesn't have the money for a lawyer and even when you get a public defender um, they really just try to get you to take the least maximum just to get a prosecution so anywho I was not only a witness to the situation but I also witnessed that he got assaulted by many different people, by at least two different people while I was there. I didn't have it all on camera. Like I wish I would have had, I really wish I would have taken it on camera, but um, the point is I'm a witness. so. He went there that day thinking that he was going to just hang out and chill and maybe smoke a little bit of cannabis. Um, when his stepfather came home, he ended up throwing him out of there very violently, including my stuff, including my property, putting his hands on me. Um, and it could have ended a whole different way by him putting his hands on me. Um, it could have ended up with me putting my hands on him. Uh, so it was very reckless, very reckless on how his stepfather handled this. Um, like I said, there could have been many different things that could have happened. I could have caused him some major bodily harm, especially with him putting his hands on me and on my property. Um, but I think that he needs some, he needs some, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, With the situation that he's in, he really needs some guidance. And what better guidance to give than somebody that was already there, that was a witness, that seen it happen. Okay. Um, somebody that has seen it happen is a good witness, for example, but somebody who also knows their way around the court system and around court procedures is also a good candidate so um, they're gonna try and grill him they're gonna try and grill him just literally for inviting me over to his stepfather's house and smoking some weed and drinking a little bit they're gonna try and grill him over that 
And I think once I end up making my statement and whatnot, that the judge is going to throw it out. So, um, I don't usually take time off of work, even for myself, unless I have to. But when it comes to cases, court cases like this, there's somebody that's sitting in jail right now. And he may be able to get out on his own reconnaissance. Uh, but it's like a week from fucking Christmas. And that's another... Uh, defensive point that I'm going to make is this kid has he didn't really want to cause any harm he has no prior convictions and uh, the fact that he just wanted to hang out and smoke some weed drink some beer with some friends is not enough to really convict him so I mean it is what it is but it is very dirty on how they did him. Even his own family. His his brother-in-law was the most dirtiest person the whole time. He was sitting there hanging out with us, smoking some weed, doing some doing some lines, and then he would go back upstairs and report to his sister. You know, very dirty individual. And instead of telling him that, oh, your stepfather's on the way, your stepfather's on the way to come, you know, he didn't tell him shit. So, It is just the most dirtiest thing that I've ever seen in a long time. Now, I know this fucking guy doesn't have any money. I know he can't afford a lawyer, right? Um, and what he's facing is probably like criminal trespassing or uh. It's more than likely criminal trespassing because he didn't break and enter since he had permission to be there. Um, but even then, if he had permission to be there from the brother-in-law or from the sister or whatever, it's going to be really hard to prosecute him on uh, trespassing. So either way... They're trying to get him on trespassing, but there's not going to be a way that they can prosecute him on trespassing because his brother-in-law said he was okay to be there. His sister didn't uh, object to him being there. The only person that objected to him being there was his stepfather, and he was at work, so... Anywho, like I said, when his stepfather came home, threw a fit, threw all my shit out, threw my property out, my book bag and everything in it, 
I uh, thank God that I didn't have anything breakable in there, like my uh, bong or anything. But um, like I said, anytime he comes in the gas station, guess what? You ain't getting shit. You're not getting no gas. You're a piece of shit. I don't like you, and you're not getting any fucking gas. So, and guess what? By law, I'm able to do that. I have the right to refuse service to anybody. So, you show up there and try and get some gas and see if I don't fucking deny you. You can push your fucking car down the street for all I care. And, you know, the way they did him was wrong as fuck. Before, I mean, before the cops got there, he was thrown out um, by his stepdad, by his sister, by his brother. I mean, I'm sure two or three different people threw him out on the front porch. Um... They didn't care if they hurted anybody, if they inflicted any injury or whatnot. I had to wait for the cops to get there in order to tell, tell them to go in there and get my jacket. My jacket was just chilling in the fucking living room and I told them numerous times I needed my jacket. That's really the only reason why I'm here. So... I can care less about what's going on with them fighting as a family, but I need my shit. I feel really bad for this guy. I feel really bad for him because it reminds me of somebody who I used to be, right? My sister wasn't as crazy as his sister's are, of course. You know, I I lived off of her couch and everything for about a year. Um, kind of stuck to the rules, stuck to the guideline, lived by her rules. Everything was great, but if I had sisters that were out to get me and shit like this kid, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, you know. Not only are his, his sisters out to get him, but his stepfather, his mother could care less about him. His grandmother's already dead. The only person that really did give a fuck about him. And he would really, he would really like to get his own place, to get his own apartment, but he just hasn't had the, uh, money or the to-do to really do it, right? And I think I need to have a talk with him about getting his own place. I, I think that we need to find somewhere for him because going to jail over these people is not where it's at. And I've had this problem here and there. 
I've been to jail about like two or three times over my mother and my sister and her bullshit. <clears throat> but as soon as I uh, was in there in jail, I woke up and said, this is what I need to do. So, um, now this guy, like I said, he's not a big drug head or anybody crazy, but he just needs to realize what he needs to do as a person. He keeps talking about how he wants to have his own place, he wants to have his own, live how he, you know, well, you know, when you're working two or three jobs, one full-time job and a part-time you have to fucking do it, you know. I can't imagine going back and living with my mother or my sister. But if I did, if I did, there would be certain things that they would be okay with to a certain extent. Um, I had to go live with my sister. She'd be okay with it as long as I was inside at like 11 o'clock at night. Um, as long as I'm not doing drugs around her place. As long as I'm not staying up drinking late at night. Right? And that's okay. Because my niece and everything, she sleeps around there. They have to get their own sleep. They work and everything. But... With this guy, none of the people that he lives with or that he knows really works. So, and, uh, so anyways, anyways, um, like I said, I'm not going to say that he wasn't, uh, under the influence of certain alcohols and whatnot. But what I am going to say is the way that they treated him and even the family. I mean, they they manhandled, manhandled him and pushed him out of the door and beat him up to death before the fucking cops came and took him off to jail. So, um, and it just reminds me of where I was five years ago. 10 years ago and he's like 2 years younger than I am so to be honest he really just needs to get his own place he really just needs to be on his own all the family and shit that says that they care about him they don't, they don't really care about him uh, his sisters, his half-sisters, and whatnot, they don't really care about him. His stepfather, his mother, they can care less about him. His mother is in uh, California right now. Visiting family and shit. And... If his mother wasn't in California, maybe he might have a little bit of rights to be there. I imagine uh, seeing his 
father-in-law, his stepfather come in there and trying to get some gas. I can see that. Alrighty. And what I'm going to tell him is pretty similar to what it comes down to is you're a piece of shit and I'm not going to fucking serve you any gas. I mean, uh... You got your fucking stepson put in jail over the fact that you just didn't want him in your house. I mean, you could have just came home, told him that he had to fucking go. But no. You wanted to call the cops, get him put in jail, risk him losing his job over the shit. Um, it's really crazy. It's really fucked up. I'm glad I don't have to worry about that right now, but I've got my own place, I've got my own rent that I pay, uh, and whatnot, uh, I don't have to worry about what such and such thinks, or <clears throat> having some friends over to my apartment to smoke a little bit and drink. This fucking guy, the dude that owns his house, he has cameras everywhere. Everywhere. Even on the outside. I was going outside and take a piss. Put my bike up against the wall and take a piss. He's got cameras outside. So, <clears throat> he's got cameras outside. He's got cameras inside. Dude is really just kind of uh, paranoid, right? And he's got some guy that works up at the gas station, which he knows. He's seen me on a daily basis, and he knows who I am, right? So if anything did go wrong, he knows where to find me. I mean... Like I said, I work up at the gas station every day, so, and, oh man, just, just, like I said, the way that they jerked him out of there, um, like I said, he, I'm not gonna say that he wasn't high on shit, um, uh, he wasn't drunk, from drinking alcohol, and I'm not gonna say that he wasn't high on drugs and that he wasn't high on, but the but the way that things went down was completely uncalled for, um, and for the most part, I decided to do what I usually do, and what I usually do is I take. I follow the path less traveled, so, and, and, so, what, taking the path, following the path less traveled really means a certain thing to me, so, whether it's with, um, law enforcement, or whether it's with somebody that's getting robbed in a back alley, 
Um, I just keep on walking. I just keep on going. I don't. I don't worry about it, right? Because it doesn't have any anything to do with me, right? When when you involve yourself with other shit, that's when you start fucking having problems, right? And so somebody like me who. I'm just some fucking guy. I'm just some dude that's been hanging out. I'm not trying to make any problems. I'm not here to dispute anything. And that's the reason why that I left. Instead of going to jail. So. If I would have. If I would have shown that I was a little intoxicated. Any, any little part that showed that I was intoxicated, I would have went to jail. Because they would have got me for public intoxication. Um, but I, even though I have drank so much at that point, I, I tried to keep it, uh, pretty hidden. So, anywho... I'm going to go ahead and in this podcast, make another podcast because this one's running out and, uh, yeah, so, till the next one, it was real, it was fun, but it was real fun.